Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. The New York Times has named Arden one of their top ten hosts. And just this year, the Dog Writers Association of America has given this show, Four-Legged Life, its top radio award. Arden is driven to live her motto, Bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby, because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And by Dog TV, the first channel created to bring relaxing video and music for dogs. Online at dogtv.com. That's dogtv.com. Hey, pause up, pet pals. Arden Moore here with the Four Legged Life Show, and we have some great news. We are rebroadcasting a very special episode of Four Legged Life featuring two extraordinary veterinarians, Dr. Marty Becker and Dr. Gary Weinstein. They both traveled to the Ukraine border to help animals. And guess what, everybody? This episode just won the top radio category from the prestigious Dog Writers Association of America's annual communication contest. So sit back and listen to these amazing veterinarians as they talk about what they did to help pets in this conflict. So let's get started. It's uh, very fitting, everyone, that Dr. Marty is my first guest on this brand new nationally syndicated radio show. After all, he was my very first guest 15 years ago Wow! Uh, when I launched the Old Behavior <laughs> on Pet Life Radio. Now, guess what? This podcast is still a humming. And it now ranks as the longest-running pet podcast on the planet. Um, Marty, you're my good luck charm. Welcome to my very first radio show. You know what, Arden? I, I can't believe it's been 15 years, but when I look in the mirror, I'm running out of, <laughs> ha- running out of hair, Arden. I'm running out of hair. I'm getting ready for my 50th class reunion. Uh-oh. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm scared, Arden. Back in, high, back in grade school, you know what my nickname was? No. Barty Pecker. And I'm really afraid I'm going to hear taunts again. You know, now at 68 years old. So, uh, yeah, could be, a, could be a rumble. Bring a pet posse and they'll be distracted. That's what I should do. That's what I should do. There you go. Isn't it funny about you? You introduced me as America's veterinarian. My mom would, uh, she's passed, but she would, she would laugh at that. It's funny how things you know, a little farm kid from Southern Idaho that grows up in potato country that wanted to be a dairy practitioner and ends up, uh, what happens? 
looks what look what happens and you know our, this is i know i'm chasing a rabbit a little bit but <laughs> i was at a cat whisper symposium and i see a, that beautiful uh, cat over your right shoulder that is oh by the way if i may interject everyone because this does go on youtube also i am in my backyard office called ard's den and that is pet safety cat casey and in the other corner kona hello uh, pet safety dog Kona. So go ahead, Dr. That was Marty. a good intro. We were at a cat whisper symposium in Portland and we're getting ready to give the talk and there's, we're having breakfast at the, at the head table. And I go, God, this is crazy. I went to veterinary school to be a dairy practitioner and Tony Buffington, who you, we both yes. know as one of the world's global cat experts. So did he. And really? Heidi Schaffer, a board certified veterinary anesthesiologist. <laughs> so did she. So all three of us went to veterinary school to be dairy practitioners. And here we are at the Cat Whisper Symposium. So you never know, do you? You never know. But you know what? Whatever arena you're in, uh, paws are, uh, pets are in good, good steed with you because you've really been a champion. Hey, um, lots happened since we've talked last, Dr. Marty. And uh, I know I can't keep it all together. I don't stalk you, promise. But last count I saw, you've been to about 86 countries. But you made a very special trip in April. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Teresa and I have been married. My wife, forty-five years. We're really close, very close. And uh, the only reason I mention that, our granddaughter Reagan was home. She went to lunch with Reagan, came back two hours later, and I'd booked a trip to Romania. And she was like, "W T." <laughs> <laughs> This is radio now, not podcast. This is radio. (laughs) (laughs) And she, uh, like, oh, my God, should have talked to me. Well, it'd been on my heart and head to go over there, seeing the what people were doing with their pets and seeing the trauma to pets. I just felt called to do it. Plus, tickets were getting very scarce. So, uh, you know, about a week later, I flew over there for 10 days, and I flew into Romania, which was is a bordering country where most of the pets were going into Moldova, Poland, and Romania. And... And I, I, know, I don't have a special technical gift where I could do a surgery nobody else could do or diagnose something. But what I was able to do was I, I first met with the head of the Romanian Veterinary Medical Association. How has this strained your system of veterinarians? What can we do to help you? And then arranged to talk to veterinary schools about Fear Free because they were seeing a lot of dog bites, uh, a lot of injuries at the borders. And so much of that is related to fear-based aggression. So I knew through Fear Free we could help them with animal handling. But long after I'm gone, these students and faculty that are volunteering could help. And then uh, Ukraine's not a rabies-free country. So when they bring in these these dogs. Are you kidding? It isn't? Not. Oh, my gosh. So they have to quarantine. have to quarantine. How do you quarantine 700 dogs? Yeah. So I was looking at the infrastructure. You know, how do you, how do we help, uh, help you do that? But then I went to the border, too. And I went, it's. I've never been to a, a war border before, didn't know what to expect. You get there and remember, I, somehow I always thought it was the Blue Danube. I don't know why. I mean, there was a song. Really? I've been watching those Viking cruises or something. Uh, this was the brown, uh, This is not a cruise destination. This was the Brown Danube that I yeah. saw. Yeah. The yeah. Ferry, ferry bringing people over across from Ukraine over to Romania uh, there's a lot of NGOs, you know, Red Cross is there, UNICEF is there, uh, World Vision is there, and then a lot of individual people locally. But there's a, a veterinary tent there. They called it the, the blue the blue tent group because everything was the light coming in made everybody everybody look blue. 
Well, but, good thing you weren't the blue man group. I don't know. You'd be. <laughs> I'll tell you, Arden, it was life changing. I, I, you and I, you and I have known each other for decades. Our pets are family. Your listeners' pets are family. My, my clients' pets are family. But to, you know, you always joke about what would you do, like you know, for safety cat, right? What would you actually do uh, in an emergency if your life was uh, at risk? And over there. I'll give you some examples of what I saw. I saw a guy. Yeah, let's come- get one example because we got about a couple minutes before the break because I want to do that. So give me something you saw. Okay, I'll tell you a guy that, that his city was being bombed. His apartment was being hit. He threw himself over his two elderly cats and uh, to protect them, he took shrapnel on his back. And he's about probably late 60s. He's pretty beat up, came across, off the ferry in a wheelchair and he started crying and he started crying because uh, his cats were safe. And I met, I met another. Tears of, of gratitude, of right? Gratitude. And I met, I can tell this quickly. I met another uh, lady that had 10, yes, 10 Jack Russell Terriers. And oh she was gosh. a breeder. Her oh grandfather bred dogs. Her father bred dogs. She now bred dogs. She had two Jack Russells in each hand on a leash. She had six strapped on her like baby Bjorns. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Like, <laughs> you just imagine her with these, these and things they're, sticking And they're up. terriers. They, they they're have terriers. ideas of what to do yeah. when. <laughs> and she was pulling a wagon with a rope. In the uh-huh. wagon was food and water and medicine for the dogs. She was afraid she was going to get um, ostracized or judged because she had 10 dogs. Guess what, Arden? What? She'd been walking for 10 days straight. She had nothing for herself. She had not eaten. She drank water, but she had not eaten, and she had no shoes. Her oh feet my God. were horrifically frostbitten. Uh, I looked like John Dutton from Yellowstone. I was three-layered up, and a guy from northern Idaho freezing <laughs> to death, and, and she had no shoes, but she was so thankful. Uh, I think she's probably going to lose some toes. But this is the power of the paw. Everyone, we're talking with Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian. He just came back from the Ukraine border. Um, we're going to take a quick break and continue this talk with Dr. Marty. So sit, stay. We're going to be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Buzz up, pet pals. Arden Moore here from the Four-Legged Life Show. We are re-airing this very special episode featuring Dr. Marty Becker and Dr. Gary Weinstein. It won the Top Radio Show Award from the Dog Writers Association of America. It's what they did to help pets in the Ukraine conflict. Now, let's get right back into it. And I know, Marty, you've been all over the world You've done a lot to help pets here in the United States and beyond. And I know, I don't think you were ever in the military, right? No, never So this has to be kind of, I mean, there was something inside you that said, I need to go. I need to do something, right? And I think, can you share that that passion, that 
I think a lot of us are feeling, how can we help? Every little bit helps. I can, I can tell you, I'll tell you two things that, that spurred me to, to book that appointment and take uh, or that uh, plane reservation and take my wife's wrath. <laughs> when she came home, wife's raft, raft. What did you say? Raft, raft, raft. Because she was she was worried about raft. me because yeah. I I could have gone into Ukraine literally, uh, but the the border was so unusual I might not have got back for six hours and I needed to go to this veterinary school to teach. But I will tell you exactly what it was. Okay, I saw the story online of that lady that had an elderly German Shepherd that couldn't walk oh, and she yeah. packed that thing for 10 miles on her back. Listen, I've got cutie pie in the chair next to me. I pack him from the sofa to the Serta mattress every night. That's about <laughs> 20 paces. And, and that's my sum. And I thought, my God, you remember when Katrina happened and that was oh, the absolutely. first time really when people would not leave without their pets. That's so the right. Red Cross and FEMA changed it to where you could evacuate pets at the same time. And I thought, okay, uh, I've got to go because there's, there's connections I have and, and the ability on a, on a bigger level to help the people on the ground. Because long after I'm gone, uh, these people are going to be there taking care of these pets. And right now, you know, they're bombing, they're bombing Odessa in this war. And that's kind of that southern entry there uh, off the Danube in the Black Sea. And, uh, it's, and, you, and you remember also the lady that went to feed the dogs in the shelter and was killed. That yes. was the other thing. The dogs had no food or water and she was going to try to give them food and water and was killed. And I thought, okay, I've got to go. And, and, you know, we did a study one time on noise phobias. So I think most of our, your listeners are going to know what dogs feel like and uh, fireworks, thunderstorms, hunting season. If it's in your area where you have those kind of noise phobias, imagine artillery oh my gosh. and bombing hitting your, your, uh, town, your, your neighborhood and then you're fleeing. You've got all these dogs and cats in a subway. You've got them in a train car. You've got them in cars with multiple people. And it's the most stressful situation you can possibly think of. And, and these people over there, you won't even believe this. When, before I go to any country, I always look at their currency, if they have a dominant religion, uh, what their per capita income is. United States per capita income is the largest of any industrialized country at $63,000. Romania, $6,000. Oh, man. Moldova, $4,000 per year. And Drum gasoline roll. was $10 a gallon. Oh, you're kidding. No. I, I gassed up the van of a shelter called Save a Safe Haven. If your listeners want to support it's something. It's S-A-V-A, right? Yes. Yeah. Saveasafehaven.com. Uh, uh, they have 300 dogs there. If somebody comes from, uh, you know, from Ukraine and they're going to stay with a sister in London, they'll, they board their dogs free of charge. If somebody can find a home, but they don't take the pets or they only take one pet, not two, they board them free of charge. It's a non-governmental, non-profit family run shelter. I gassed their vehicle up like a sprinter van oh. and about that size, 50 gallon tank. It was $527. That's a lot of kibble, Dr. Marty. Yeah. So just think about that. We, yeah. we complain that's at $6,000 per capita income, but they were giving of themselves, uh, ardent to the thing that would just make you, uh, you, you wouldn't believe it. A lot of the local people had made sandwiches. So these people come off the ferry, uh, from Ukraine, some walking, the guy in the wheelchair, the lady with the thin dogs, there's these cars lined up to go through customs and people are walking along with, with water, with, uh, wet wipes, with coffee, with nice. cocoa. 
And then there was trays of sandwiches. And honest to God, I saw something I'll never see again in my lifetime. They, they started limiting the number of dogs you could bring in to five per person. Oh, come on. There was a medium-sized car. So let's say you go to the airport, you're flying right. in with, with, uh, with your safety dog and safety cat, and you Kona get a medium-sized car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was five people and 25 dogs in one car. Oh my gosh. It was a canine clown car. I have never seen anything <laughs> like it because each could bring five. So there was <laughs> there 25 you go. dogs and five people and they came by with the sandwiches and the dogs all went to one side. You could actually <laughs> see the car move and kind of lean to one side. They led by their nose. And, and the first dog greets out and he grabbed him a whole snout full of sandwiches. He kind of <laughs> lunged out there. And uh, it was one of those moments oh, that, that so uh, I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah, wow. You know, we're wrapping it up with, with, with Dr. Marty. He did go to the Ukraine border. He did do his, his good deed. I read somewhere that you packed suitcases, but you weren't bringing wardrobe. I think you had a little bag of clothes, a few bags, of, a little changes of underwear. But what did you bring that was the biggest thing? I don't even want to talk about hygiene because I went, <laughs> I, went, I went rogue. I'm telling you, I went the least of ever. I took uh, four suitcases full of dog toys. Oh, That's all nice. we had. And, and I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. There's, there's a real need. Most of those pets have parasites and they're having, they're having trouble getting medications and things. But one of the things too, I should mention, I'm on the board of world vets. Okay, good. Thank you. Vets.org. That's the place that now, uh, today, tomorrow, next year, a decade from now, world vets will be responding, whether it's a, it's a hurricane in the United States or spay neuter programs in Mexico or things like this. It's a, a really good place to donate to. And that save is safe haven is one place they've worked with in the past. And then there's a veterinary clinic in Moldova. Listen to this, Arden, the whole country of Moldova, there's only one veterinary practice that has an x-ray machine. One? One. That's how far behind it is. It's a, it's a third world country when it comes to veterinary care. Uh, it's, and so the, there's always a silver lining, I think, to things. And, and it's yes. going to take a long time for we can help. We're doing crisis care for uh, Ukrainian pets. Someday we'll rebuild it. But Romania and Poland and Moldova, those of us that want to help can help them bring their infrastructure up to a more modern era. And a lot of pets and people will benefit from that. When you came home, Tell us what that homecoming was like. Well, first of all, I hadn't changed clothes. Uh, I can't remember if I had underwear on or not, uh, Arden. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'll tell you the one thing. First of all, Cutie Pie, my little heart dog, was doing his, he cries when he's really happy. But he smelled three, 400 dogs on me. Yeah. Because I had the same pair of pants. So in one hand, it was like almost paws on hips going, you cheater. <laughs> Filthy animal, (laughs) but, uh, you know, he lives, our pets live such an amazing life here. You know, Casey's not going to have to worry. Right. Right. Um, it's just, uh, and there's things we all want to do and you can't help all of them, but you can help some of them. And so take that, that affection connection you feel with your pets. Look at people that are willing to risk their lives to sacrifice their pets and let's see what we can do to help them. I, I love it. Hey, uh, I want to give a big pause up to Dr. Marty Becker. He's the very first guest on our very first show, Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Uh, Thank you for what you did at the Ukraine border and what you do here in the USA. 
Um, and I promise you, listeners, uh, you're going to get a double treat. So stay tuned for the second half because we're going to chat with Dr. Mar- uh, Dr. Marty Becker. We already talked to him. Dr. Gary Weitzman. And like Dr. Becker, he too just returned from uh, taking care of pets in need in the Ukraine. So hang on. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, pet pals? Arden Moore here from the Four-Legged Life Show. We are re-airing this very special episode featuring Dr. Marty Becker and Dr. Gary Weinstein. It won the Top Radio Show Award from the Dog Writers Association of America. It's what they did to help pets in the Ukraine conflict. Now, let's get right back into it. Now, I promised you all a double treat. Our next top dog in the pet world as our special guest, is president and CEO of the San Diego Humane Society. And he's also a best-selling author of several books published by National Geographic. And like my first guest, he did pack his bags and head to the Ukraine border to help out pets. Please join me in giving pause and applause to one of my all-time favorite veterinarians on the planet, Dr. Gary Weitzman, I am so stoked you're on my show, Dr. Gary. Oh, uh, thanks, Arden. It's fun to be on your show <laughs> for, for its maiden voyage today. And you're one it of is. my favorite people to talk to about well, animals or pretty much anything. Well, just like Dr. Marty Becker, Dr. Gary Weitzman said, I need to help out. And he is a veterinarian without borders because he didn't just stick in his backyard in San Diego. He went to Poland to help out some of the pets impacted by this terrible invasion of, uh, of Ukraine. Um, but the one thing that's different than Dr. Marty Becker, Dr. Gary Weitzman actually is a military veteran. You served for how many years in the Air Force, Dr. Gary? Oh, quite a few. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it seems like ancient history. It seems so long ago now, but... Yeah, it was in the 90s, and um, I ended up at, um, I was the chief of public health for uh, Air Force Base up in Wyoming, F.E. Warren uh, Air Force Base. And it seems weird, probably, for listeners to think about veterinarians running public health programs, but that's what they do in the Air Force. And it was phenomenal. I have a master's. Were you a veterinarian and then joined the Air Force? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah, it was was great. Um, Yeah, that's what they they hire vets to do that. And, you know, veterinary medicine, it, it all started really with public health because we were the ones that had to make sure food supplies were safe and a lot of things, you know, really it's all epidemiology and, you know, herd health, all of that. So that's, we were kind of at the forefront of One Health before we even talked about One Health, but it was great. I loved the Air Force. I just loved um, everything I was doing with them. I got assigned to actually to an army base uh, in in, uh, Maryland later um, to actually run, you'll laugh at this, to actually run, help run. I didn't run it. Believe me, I did not run it. Um, Help (laughs) 
help uh, um, the program that is one of the largest programs of research funding for breast cancer in the world. And it's wow. based on F.E. Warren, and it's called the Congressionally Directed Mandated uh, Research Programs. And right now- That it's is a multi, mouthful. Multi. It's a, like probably a billion dollar uh, research funding program. I loved it. I loved being in Washington, D.C. It just, it was great. I love my Air Force time. Oh, I love that. And I do thank you for your service. I, my family's military, mostly uh, a Navy and Army. But, oh, okay. Uh, you got it all so, covered then, the three of us. Yeah, we got it all. We just need <laughs> okay. a Marine <laughs> and a Coast Guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're complete. That's true. That's true. So, you know, when everything started hitting uh, about what's happening to the country of Ukraine, talk to me about, and our, our listeners, what, what was going on inside you that led you to say, I got I to gotta do something. Well, I think like everybody, I, I feel destroyed, you know, seeing what's happening is something that we can't even conceive of in 2021. And the last few months, what's the war been going on for 90 days now? So for, for months, we're all sitting here helpless and ineffective and just watching these poor people suffer. And it's not just that these are poor people from Ukraine. It's just that we're seeing it so live every single day and we can't do anything. You know, it's my family. I have Ukrainian roots. So all my family Oh, you do? I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, from Odessa and Kiev. And wow. uh, I think my great-great-grandfather is from Belarus, so he's from Minsk. But, um, you know, we go back in that 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 area and it's not about that it's Ukraine. It's just about the suffering is so unbelievable. It's so needless. And I think I was going insane. And so I tried to find a way to bring some of my vets from San Diego Humane out with me and find a way that we could help, you know, provide some veterinary support there. But there was no infrastructure until I talked to Liz Baker at Greater Good Charities. And she said, yeah, we're setting up a vet tent. Come, come help. And I just jumped on a plane and flew to Poland. And it was, I'll tell you, Arden, it was the best thing I ever did in my entire life. You know what? It It is weird. It's like, we live in the 21st century and we see everything around the world in a blink of an eye versus yeah. World War yeah. II, where you had to wait and wait for news. I know. And I go to a movie theater never, and see that. I never imagined in our lifetime we would have another type of war where a country was trying to take over another country blatantly with the whole world watching. Yeah, right in front of us. I know it's still unbelievable and it's still obviously going on and it's still horrific. And um, the suffering is something that is unfathomable to those, to us. We all thought maybe we've evolved. Now we know we really not so much. You yeah, know? but we have pets. And for many of us tuning in, all of you out there, you know, the power of the paw. They keep us in some cases, better humans. And so Tell us about logistically, you said you mentioned about the um, Greater Good Charities, great, great organization. But how did you get from San Diego? I guess you, you came, landed in Poland, right? Right, right. Okay. Yeah. So tell us that tale. Yeah, that was, um, it was, you know, I only had a few days to get everything. <laughs> and what do you pack? I mean, really, <laughs> I this is not a, you, this is not a vacation. <laughs> What's that? Much. Oh, you um, did? I, but I had to bring, I brought supplies over. I brought medical supplies and okay. equipment. And so I, uh, one bag that was packed was all medical supplies uh, in case anybody needed it. And they did. And it was good that I had that. I, I don't know for sure that it went to the right place in the end, but because um, I ended up going out there to work with one group and I, I ended up 
not finding that was going to be productive. And I moved over to another group, uh, which was headed up by IFI, International Fund for Animal Welfare. Oh, slow it and down, man. You're saying it so fast. Tell oh. everybody what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the International Fund for Animal Welfare. They are absolutely unbelievably noble. They're saints. They do what they say they're going to do. They, um, they're, they're there at the front lines, and they certainly were. They set up this veterinary tent, and they were absolutely incredible to work with. And I spent my whole time with them. The greater good people that I was with um, ended up these poor people. They were they checked on me every day, but I never saw them because they all got hit with COVID and oh, ended no. up being quarantined in Romania. And I was in Poland, and it just you know I, I I got my car and I just drove myself around and found you know the right what place though that's awesome. You didn't say well that's it. You you pivoted. You pivoted. I thought about saying that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah I, I didn't know where to go. But, you know, honestly, the greater good people checked on me by phone and uh, they made sure everything was OK. And it was it was great. And it was great being there. And, you know, the biggest thing was in in the despair that we're feeling about the world's condition right now, that border was a half a mile to a mile long corridor of people giving to other people. Really? So whether it was food or supplies or tents for women and children to rest in or anything people needed. And our veterinary tent was number two in that border crossing. So right there, when people came across, we were right there to take care of their animals. And it just was incredibly, for me, rehabilitating, not to, it wasn't about me, but just to be there and be able to exhaust some of this pent up sorrow yep. was really, it's just, I, I, I've never done anything in my life that felt better than this. Hey, everybody, we're speaking with Dr. Gary Weissman. He is the president and CEO at a great I think it's kind of an example of how the 21st century animal shelter should be. It is the San Diego Humane Society, and he's telling us about his uh, experience helping out in Poland at the Ukraine border. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more with Dr. Gary. So you guys know, sit and stay. We'll be right back. You need even more Arden Moore? We're online at fourleggedlife.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buzz up, pet pals. Arden Moore here from the Four-Legged Life Show. We are re-airing this very special episode featuring Dr. Marty Becker and Dr. Gary Weinstein. It won the Top Radio Show Award from the Dog Writers Association of America. It's what they did to help pets in the Ukraine conflict. Now, let's get right back into it. I'm talking with Dr. Gary Weitzman. He is an amazing veterinarian, and I consider you a pretty darn good friend. And I, I used so. to live in San Diego, <laughs> and uh, I, I moved away, not because of you, but because of family reasons to Texas. But um, let's bring us to the Poland-Ukraine border. 
And I think I wanted you wanted to give a shout out to some other folks that came with you. I think a Dr. Andrew Kushner. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. He was terrific. He actually got there a day before me. We went separately. He ended up flying into Krakow and I flew into Warsaw. They're about, oh, three, four hours apart. Okay. Um, he got there a day early. He actually uh, signed up to work directly with IFAW, the International Fund for Animal Welfare. He says that so good, so easily. Yeah, I bet to, you mumble that in your sleep. <laughs> oh my God. They, I actually, I yes, I say gra- uh, prayers of gratitude to them in my sleep because they were really wonderful. But Andrew's this amazing, amazing, amazing veterinarian. Good. He was a shelter medicine vet uh, here as an intern. And then he did a second internship in wildlife medicine. He's wow. such a great vet. On top of which, out of the blue, I learned that he is Ukrainian and he speaks fluent Ukrainian. Oh, my dog. He he was absolutely (laughs) amazing there. He truly was. But um, we went separately and we went without knowing the other was going. And uh, it was just nice to see a friendly face there that I knew. And um, it just he was he was astonishing. You know, basically, um, the the only thing I regret is that I couldn't speak the language and we had interpreters. but. People spoke directly to interpreters. There was such a wall between, you know, if you didn't speak the language, being able to speak to the people that needed help. I just was so jealous of him being fluent and everything. Well, and, and but let's talk about that. You, you were saying before the break that uh, you were in tent number two. And mm-hmm. uh, what were you seeing? I, I understand there was some dog that you, you helped reunite, uh, one named Slava. Yeah, Slava. So uh, that turned out not to be... His real name, of course, oh. was, no. <laughs> was he traveling to <laughs> Poland under an alias? <laughs> alias, I think so. Yeah, you know, he had been seen for a couple days on the streets in Medica, which is the border city okay. that um, is where everybody was crossing. The weather was terrible. Um, oh, was you know, it cold, rainy, what? Yes, cold no. and Nothing like San Diego weather. (laughs) Yeah, and rainy, cold, rainy, snowy, sleety, haily, all of that. It was just really, really inclement. And seeing him out there by himself, it just was heartbreaking. So this incredibly um, wonderful British, young British soldier was there who wanted to sign up for the Foreign Legion. He, oh my gosh. he wanted to go across into Ukraine, but he was holding off on that. So he ended up at the refugee area with us at the registration, which was there to help all of the volunteers that were coming in. And he saw this dog and he just fell in love with this dog, but couldn't get near him. So a wonderful woman from IFA actually helped get this dog. She was so patient. We went out together with food and finally got the dog. The dog was adorable and wonderful. What kind of dog do you think? What kind of uh, breeds? Probably a a shepherd collie mix. Okay. Okay. So about a uh, 50 to 70 pound dog. Oh, mate. No, smaller than that. Probably 40 to 50 maximum. All right. And, you know, we said we're going to find this, this, the family. If it's a Ukrainian family that lost their dog, oh, my God, we got to get this dog back to them. And then we ended up realizing that there was almost no way to do that because people were coming from Ukraine to Poland. That was just the beginning of the yeah. arduous journey. They then had to get buses or trains to another city in Poland, fly oh somewhere else, somewhere probably to Spain, from Spain to maybe Mexico City, Mexico City to Tijuana come to the United States or they'd go somewhere else in Europe, but whatever it was, it was a long way with their families and there's no way to get this dog back. But guess what happened? Wait a minute, drum roll. Yeah. Okay. Three weeks later, found the family. 
It's oh my gosh. family and Slava went back to his family and they were ecstatic to see him. I understand. I just wished I had been there to be able to see the reu- the, the reunion. It would have now I know you I don't would have died. Yeah. I, you don't speak Ukrainian, but I bet you know what Slava means in Ukrainian. It I do. It means victory. It oh, means victory yes. to, yeah, it means victory. So Slava had a victory. It was oh my gosh. So obviously you're not in a five-star hotel eating bonbons. Um did you feel like your Air Force days in boot camp were kicking back in? It was a little bit rougher than that oh, okay. than, my, than my boot camp days, but it was it was fantastic. I mean, it was uh, small. It wasn't really rougher than than boot camp, but I went to officer camp, so it oh, was a little oh, better for the officers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah. Um, but it was it was not you know it was difficult accommodations, but they were in hotels. They just weren't in the hotels that normally tourists would want to go to. Yeah. Um, so they were a little rough, but the hard part was that the the lodging was two hour car was a two hour car ride away from the border because oh. the border, all the motels and hotels were taken by the refugees and they should. Right. Be. So right. I went to a little town. You love the names, little town called Chesho, which Chesho. is spelled with anything but those letters in the English <laughs> language, <laughs> lots of Z's and lots of R's. And it's, and it was just a wonderful little town, but it was two hours away and two hours away in the pitch black and snow and sleet. It was, um, it was, you know, you know, when they say you're holding your steering wheel, yes. steering wheel and your, your hands are white. Yeah. That was kind of what it was like. What was it like for you as a veterinarian and someone that operates a leading shelter to see People come with cats in their arms and dogs on leashes. I mean, what that just shows you how much, if you really say what is the most important asset you have, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not the diamond ring, right? No, it's, it's your family and your family includes your pets. And if these people have lost everything, then they have a suitcase in one hand, kids holding onto a, a coat in the other side, and in their arms is their cat. I mean, honestly, that that is everything that's important to them. And, you know, Arden, you hit it. You hit on it right away. The world, while we feel like we're regressing in some ways, this attachment to animals is proof that we have evolved from the days when, you know, disasters would happen and people would have to leave their animals behind. And they did without because we didn't even think of I mean, people didn't think about it. Remember Katrina and Katrina was a watershed, wasn't it? It really was. It really was. And now we know that these animals are an absolute part of the of the exodus. They're part of of people's families, you know, trying to seek shelter and safe haven somewhere. So having that veterinary tent, two tents in from the Ukraine border, um, from the guard, was just amazing. It, it was just proof that this is this is what's valuable to people. So when you came home, what did you do with any of your dogs? Oh my God! I, yeah, what do you think I did? <laughs> <laughs> yep, they were all over me. I've never, I haven't been away from them that long ever. Uh, my young shepherd, never. I've never been away from her that What's long. What's your doggy's name again? I forgot the young Rosie, one. Rosie, 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 terrible. Rosie. Yep, Rosie, yeah. the terrible. <laughs> Is and, Rosie you know, getting Betty. better? <laughs> She is getting a little better, but okay. she's still a noisy German shepherd. She really <laughs> is. But she's the sweetest dog. It was just wonderful to wonderful to, to be able to just collapse on the ground with them and, and, and see those two again. But um, I'd go back in a second. And I'm, tra- I'm thinking that sometime over the summer would be good to go back once there's a little bit more control of yeah. the Ukraine side. Once we get diplomats back in there and there's some infrastructure, 
I know that the Ukraine side is where they're going to need help. I'd love to go to Lviv and bring some of our staff from the Humane Society and really be able to help out the shelters that are there. Because the animals that cross the border were the lucky ones. The ones that are left behind are the ones we're all worried about. And that would be a chance to help them there. Well, you mentioned you had relatives. Your Ancestry.com was humming, wasn't it? Because of... Your, yeah, <laughs> what side of the family, mother, father side that were Ukrainian? Uh, both, both, oh. um, yeah, both are Ukraine, Ukraine's Ukrainian. Uh, you'd think I'd know some of the language and I don't. I actually know a little bit of Russian and that helps a little bit, but not much. Um, although Ukraine, I understand now from being there, was the original language and it 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 evolved, you know, or well, right now we would say maybe not evolved, but it, it it changed into Russian on the Russian side. And it's all interwoven. That whole part of the world is all, you know, everybody's attacked everybody. And yeah. countries have been part of other countries. Just thought we were beyond that. I love it. And people can find you all by going to sdhumane.org, correct? That's right. That's right. You got it right. Sometimes I say it wrong. Oh, but I know the year. It's 2022. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, um, thank you so much, Dr. Gary Weitzman, for being on our show. And I will have you back again. Everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in. And thanks to our sponsors. And until next time, uh, this is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up from Ardsden. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And by Dog TV, the first channel created to bring relaxing video and music for dogs. Online at dogtv.com. That's dogtv.com. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.